Hello and welcome to episode four of the Batfoot Crazy podcast. I'm your host, Toby. Um, today we're going to be looking at um, expected WOBA leaderboards and barrel leaderboards. Every week I try to post the, uh, the last month, last two weeks, and the last week of both of those statistics. And I wanted to talk a little bit about why, why I do that, what I'm looking for, how that might be useful in fantasy baseball. Uh, Batflip Crazy uh, is my Twitter handle, at Batflip Crazy, and you can also uh, read or listen to my stuff at uh, batflipcrazy.com. So let's hop in, and first we'll cover the expected WOBA leaderboards um, through Baseball Savant, and then we will cover the barrel leaderboards after that. All right. First thing we're going to cover on this podcast is going to be the expected WOBA leaderboards. So as I mentioned in the intro, every Monday I try to tweet out the expected WOBA, the expected WOBA leaderboard for the last month, the last two weeks, and the last seven days, the last week. Um, I use expected WOBA leaderboards a lot through Baseball Savant because the tool allows you to... Um, search specific date ranges. So I actually prefer uh, XOBA, which is a stat on xstats.org, which is also a great resource. They used to have um, uh, date-specific stretches that you could look at, but they, they don't uh, offer that to uh, any, any longer. So I use the expected WOBA leaderboards through Baseball Savant. The main difference between those is that um, XOBA, which is done by uh, Andrew Perpetua at xstats.org, that actually looks at... Um, Vertical launch angle, horizontal launch angle, uh, and exit velocity for each batted ball, uh, whereas um, as well as a bunch of def- different factors. And then uh, X Woba through Baseball Savant uh, looks at just vertical launch angle and um, exit velocity when determining. But they're still both uh, very useful tools. Anyways, so I use um, I use expected Woba leaderboards as opposed to you know, a WOBA leaderboard or another stat, like looking up home runs or batting average over, over that last period of time, because uh, expected WOBA is based on batted ball quality instead of outcomes. And as much as possible, I like to look at the skills and or the process versus the outcomes, because a player can be lucky for a week or two weeks or a month or even half a season. But expected WOBA, when it's based on skills, when it's based on exit velocity and launch angle, it really tells you whether what you're seeing is is accurate or whether you should trust that. Now, that's not um, guaranteed to be a success. There are some people who always outperform uh, their expected WOBA, like uh, really fast guys who may beat out hits that other guys can't. Or there's also some players like Didi uh, Gregorius, who just always outperforms uh, a lot of the expected metrics and that's just something you need to know but for the vast majority of hitters it really tells us whether what a player is doing is um, whether we should believe in it and so um, I put out these leaderboards and what I'm really looking for as I scroll through the list is you know a lot of guys are guys that you would expect right JD Martinez is in every expected leaderboard in the world but um, what I'm looking for is names that might be a little bit surprising. So a good example is I just uh, I'm tweeting out on Monday the expected Woba leaderboard for for the past two weeks, 
Now, if you take a look at some of the top guys there, um, two guys that kind of jump out at me, there's a lot that jump out, but two guys that jump out are Gregory Polanco at full, uh, 488 and Jose Bautista at 484. Now, average um, WOBA and average expected WOBA is at about 320. So these guys are doing really great. Uh, Polanco struggled early. Bautista is Bautista, right? Let go by the Braves earlier in the season. But over the last two weeks, they've been doing awesome. And so what I'll do is I'll identify those players and then I'll take a deeper dive into what exactly is going on there. And if you use the example of Polanco and Bautista, you know, there's a, there's a ton to like in the profile. Uh, Bautista, for instance, over that same stretch of time has a 16.9% O swing, which is way above average. That's elite. Um, his contact skills are actually decent over that period of time. So he has an 88.9% uh, uh, Z contact over that same period of time, which is actually above average. And then his hard hit rates at 50%. His fly balls uh, rate is a little low at 28.6% over that same period of time. But, um, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty, pretty awesome. Um, I'm looking at it now and that's actually the last seven days, but, um, over the last 14 days, he's doing, he's doing equally, equally well, 15.6% O swing, uh, 90.5% Z contact, 48% hard hit rate, 36% fly ball rate. So again, like you're looking at that and, you know, if it wasn't how Jose Bautista, I'd be saying, wow, there's really some skills that are supporting what's happening right there. Um, you know, obviously it's still a small sample size, so you're not a hundred percent sure, but that is, that's, that's reassuring. Um, if you look at, um, uh, Polanco over the same period of time, he's actually, um, uh, doing great as well. So he's got a 21.1% O swing, which is great. Um, his Z contact is at 89.1%, which is great. And he's got a 40.9% hard hit rate and a 38.1% fly ball percentage. So slightly above average fly ball percentage, uh, above average hard hit rate, Z contact is good. So you're kind of digging what, what's happening there. And when you look at Polanco over the last week, it's actually even better. So his O swing is at 17.2%. Um, that Z contact is still around uh, 90% at 88.5%, but he's hitting 50% of his balls hard and 45.5% of those are fly balls, which is well above average. So, you know, for both of these players, there's, there's something alike here. And so these would be guys that I would consider, um, you know, thinking about if I have them on my team, I definitely want to get them in the lineup unless the matchups are terrible. If I don't have them, I'm looking at the waiver wire or to other teams to see if I might be able to, to acquire them, you know, with Polongo, that may be the case, you know, Bautista, again, I would want to see, I want, would want to see it maybe for a little bit longer, but that's a good, that gives you a sense of kind of what's happening. Now, over the last week, there are some interesting names that hop out too. So Justin Smoke um, is is out there at, at 500 expected WOBA, which is, which is great. Everybody's been wondering, when is Justin Smoke going to break out? Well, uh, what I would tell you is the numbers over the last week look really good. Now, the numbers over the last week and the last two weeks are going to be super sensitive to matchups, right? So we don't know whether it's the matchup or the player. But um, when you put up some pretty elite numbers against any type of major league pitching, that's a good sign. So with Smoke, we've got a 16.7% O swing, which is elite over the last week. 
He's got a 58.3% hard hit rate and a 50% fly ball rate. And his Z contact is at 82.1%, which is slightly below average, but is, is, um, um, is, is all right. You know, we're not too, um, we're not too concerned at that point. Um, when we look at, uh, over the last two weeks, see if I can find our friend Justin Smoke here. Um, I hate it when O-Swing, always when you click on it, it always goes to the highest number. So it shows you the guys who are doing the worst first. Um, so our buddy Justin Smoke. Oh man, this is brutal. Justin Smoke, there we go. So his O-Swing over the last two weeks is at 23%. His hard hit rate's at 43.5%, and his fly ball rate is at 56.5%. Now, that's a little high for the fly ball rate, but we know that he's hitting the ball in the air a lot. And his Z contact is at 80.8%. So again, slightly below average, but um, you know there are some promising signs for, for Justin Smoke when we take a look at that. Um, a couple other guys, I won't go into as much detail, but Edwin Encarnacion at 475 is another guy who's been um, doing well, um, you know, recently, at least according to the expected WOBA. And if you look at, um, Edwin, he is, um, you know, one thing, his contact rate actually hasn't been that out of whack recently. Um, but over the last seven days, his, um, and really over the, a little bit of a longer period, his O swing. So his patience has really increased and you're seeing a result so 19.6% O-swing uh, with a 53.3% hard hit rate and a 60% fly ball rate. You're going to get a lot of home runs there. And he's a guy that I'm actually looking at um, in leagues that I have trading in as, as somebody that I think might get hot here down the stretch um, because I don't really see anything in his profile outside of the plate discipline that's out of whack from previous years. And that plate discipline has been improving recently. So that's a guy. Another guy who's on this list is um, is Jake Bowers, and we covered him in the waiver wire uh, section. So if you want to take a listen to that pod, um, we go over him in depth. But he's another guy who, on a plate discipline perspective, his O swings solid, his hard hit rate's great, fly ball percentage isn't too high, but it's you know he's hitting the ball hard um, and he's making a lot of contact. So you know these are examples of how you might use um, uh, X woba, um, you know to identify guys to kind of dig deeper into and then based on that you know you have a decision to make about what exactly is the action that you want to do now in any of these cases you really want to look at how their skills are developing and this is where you might maybe use a rolling average graph to kind of look at what are the trends look like over the longer period of time in terms of improvement in some of these skills but the key i think and the reason why i include kind of some of these smaller sample sizes um, is that with the amount of information that's out there right now that people have access to, the number of people who are um, you know, providing uh, guidance in terms of fantasy baseball, you really need to notice trends and changes in player performance quickly and be prepared to react. So whatever that is, um, you know, whether it's trading for a guy, dropping a guy, adding a guy, you really be able, need to be able to identify these trends quickly. So um, that's why I share these uh, leaderboards. Um, in terms of, you know... Um, whether the XWOBA is predictive or descriptive, um, you know, I don't, I don't know that. I know that um, there's been some look at expected WOBA not being predictive for pitchers from year to year. 
Um, but, um, you know, so I'm not sure I haven't seen any definitive studies on that. Um, but you know, for me, it's been a helpful tool because it's one of those, um, those ways to identify when there has been a change in batted ball quality, um, and general approach, uh, that a player has. So that's, uh, expected Wobo leaderboards kind of, um, I share those every week. So feel free to uh, check them out on Twitter, um, as I post them, normally I post those on Mondays. I try to post them on Mondays at least, uh, um, get them out, um, and kind of how I use them as a guide to kind of delve on which players I might want to delve deeper into and identifying those kind of surprising guys. And, um, you know, this is one of the things that I use to, to identify Max, Max Muncy pretty early on um, as, as a guy that I, um, you know, would be interested in picking up. So hope that's helpful. The next uh, leaderboard that I try to share every week um, is the barrel leaders. So every week um, I've been sharing them for uh, the leaders for the last month, two weeks and one week, similar to how I have with the expected WOBA. And I do this for a lot of the same reasons that I um, do expected WOBA. And really because barrels, I mean, they're, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great statistic, um, and they represent elite contact, right? And it's a skill. So barrels represent um, batted balls that have a launch angle and an exit velocity that have at least a 500 average and a 1,500 slugging percentage. Um, and, you know, so essentially, even when you include the outs that happen, uh, these batted balls have to average at least between a single and a double, right? Um, 50% of the time. In 2018, um, the league average on barrels is 753, and the average slugging percentage is uh, uh, 2536 slug, right? 2.5 slug, essentially. Um, So in between a double and a triple. So, you know, while um, the threshold is that 500 average and 1500 slug, in general, barrels produce a lot better um, results. Um, Making um, elite contact like a barrel is difficult, and there's only some players that can really do it consistently, right? So there may be a guy who can be on the barrel leaderboard one week every year, but it's really hard for people to show up um, on that leaderboard consistently um, without having something valuable to fantasy owners. Because when you're making elite contact like a barrel on a fairly consistent basis, it provides a decent floor, um, both for overall production, but also you know, particularly when you're looking at power. Um, so you know, looking at smaller samples is always less useful, but when you get kind of to the month leaderboards, you know, there are some really interesting, um, uh, patterns that you can see develop. And so this is another example where, um, you may want to look at the guys who are on, um, those leaderboards. And if there are guys who are, who are there that are kind of surprising, you know, kind of investigate a little bit more. Take a look at their hard hit fly ball rate. Take a look at some of the other power metrics. What are their um, underlying skills telling you? You know, so when we look at the um, at the barrel leaders over the last month, you know, there's a lot of you know similar names, right? That you can 
you can look at. Um, but you know, one guy who comes to mind right now is like Aaron Hicks. Um, Aaron Hicks shows up um, with ten barrels, and you know, on the leaderboard, which is which is pretty pretty good, right? He's he's right around the top ten now. Aaron Hicks just hit three home runs tonight against the Red Sox. And so if you had been looking at these, and these, these barrels actually was taken Sunday night, so it doesn't include um, those home runs either. So there's an, a, there's a, an example of a guy who, um, you know, who really the skills have been saying for a little while that this guy is going to start hitting for some power, and now you're starting to see it. And the leaderboards tell you that. Nick Castellanos is also there. He's been hitting a, a number of home runs recently. So kind of identify these guys and dig in a little bit and, and look to see what, what's there. Um, you know, some examples, um, uh, just for me, you know, I have, um, John Ryan Murphy in a few places. And one of the, one of the first places I identified him was, you know, if you look at the, um, at the, the barrel leaders for guys who had, uh, over 30 batted balls, um, you know, Murphy was way up there. And another guy who was right next to him at the time was Max Muncie. Now, Murphy's, you know, regressed a little bit. He's still got a solid number, but Muncie has kind of stayed there. And I actually tweeted this out. The first time I tweeted about Max Muncie was on May 20th. And I tweeted out at the time that he had the fourth best, uh, I believe, um, uh, barrels per plate appearance of any, of, any, of any hitter. And when you combine that with some of the plate discipline that he was showing at the time, that gave me a sense that this is a guy who is patient at the plate and who's making, who's, um, when he does hit the ball is, is, is getting, is making some damage. So, um, there's a little bit about barrel leaderboards, how you might be able to use them again. You know, you can't just, you look at barrels or ex woba in isolation without delving into the skills to see whether what you're seeing on those leaderboards makes sense given the, given the skills, but it's another way to identify some talent that may be, uh, slipping by or who may be surprisingly hitting the ball well over the last little little bit of time. Well, that wraps it up for episode four of the Bat Flip Crazy podcast. Hope you enjoyed that um, and that you found kind of the description of the expected Woba leaderboards and the barrel leaderboards helpful. I'm really hoping to do this as part of the pod is kind of take a look at some of the tools um, that I use and that I'm familiar with and that, um, that, can, that I think can help fantasy baseball uh, owners and kind of explaining a little bit um, about how I, how I use them. Um, as always, you know, let us know what you think of the pod. We're new. We're trying to improve. Um, you can uh, reach me via Twitter at BatFlipCrazy um, or you can um, uh, visit us at BatFlipCrazy.com. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Hope uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Hope it was helpful, and and please do uh, continue to let me know uh, what what I can do to be helpful in your uh, fantasy baseball endeavors. <laughs>